Welcome to the Digital Brand Builder Podcast, where we bring you the best growth strategies from the world's experts to help build your business fast. And now, here's your host, Mark Fidelman. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Digital Brand Builder Podcast. Joining me today is Yarun Courthout, and he is with a company called Salesflare. In fact, he's the CEO of Salesflare. And today we're going to talk about a very interesting subject. I haven't heard this before, but it really intrigued me. So I wanted you to hear about it. And that is how to grow a business by constantly launching. So this perpetual launching. So uh, I don't know how to introduce you any more than you already, I already have, Yaron. Can you kind of tell us a little bit about yourself in 100 words or less? Um, so I'm a co-founder and CEO of Salesflare. Um, my background is in sales and marketing mostly, but I'm an engineer by education. Um, actually a, a biomedical engineer. I worked for um, a while in um, a pharma company and then helped pharma companies with uh, organizing their marketing, sales and CRM. Then uh, went back into uh, software, which is more, more of my thing. Um, and um, helping actually agencies and software companies mostly. That's what I mostly have on the software uh, to be more successful nowadays with their sales. Wonderful. And then how did you start Salesflare and why did you start it? We started Salesflare in 2014. I personally had worked uh, with Salesforce for a long while um, when I was in, the, in, in, the, in a marketing consultancy. We had Salesforce internally, and I really tried to use it as a practical sales tool, but I never understood. Uh, I, I really tried hard because it was my uh, first CRM, and I had the idea that uh, the way CRMs were sold, they were going to help me to organize my sales, um, but it never really did. Um, I kept organizing myself in other systems and then just logging some stuff in this, into the CRM whenever I, I really needed to. Um, and then fast forward four years then to 2014 when um, we were working on a business intelligence software company. We had a ton of uh, leads and we tried to organize ourselves well. Um, we found that no CRM that we tried really helped us. And plus, uh, when, when we then uh, started using a Google Sheet, which was uh, stupid as well, but uh, we found that we uh, spent a whole lot of time um, duplicating data from somewhere else, basically, which we weren't very good at. We weren't disciplined enough to, to keep filling out uh, the sheet, which then got us into all kinds of issues because uh, the data was not up to date and uh, we would contact people at the wrong times and all those kind of things about stuff we already said. I mean, uh, it, uh, if, if, if you don't have the right data, uh, you, you immediately start doing uh, stupid things with your customers. Um, so we thought, like, what if we make a system that uh, pulls that data that we're duplicating actually together for you as a salesperson and helps you to sell better? So instead of uh, making a system where you need to input a whole lot of data for your management and get not much back, we built a system that offers you data, helps you to curate it, and then uh, helps you to stay on top of your leads as well um, with, with automated suggestions and all that uh, so that you can uh, never drop leads 
anymore without having to spend a whole lot of time on, uh, on data input. Wonderful. So who's like your main competitor then? Uh, it depends how you look at things. A lot of people compare us with Salesforce. Uh, that's what I found when uh, doing quite some interviews and all. Um, a lot of people know the pain of Salesforce and, and then start looking for an alternative. Uh, if people then compare us with other systems, it's most often nowadays with one HubSpot uh, because they have a free CRM. Uh, and a lot of people don't really know what they're looking for, so they just go CRM. First thing they find is, is HubSpot. They have an enormous amount of money to, uh, to throw at the, at the traffic uh, problem, let's say. Uh, yeah. And then secondly, it's a lot of pipe drive as well. Um, Pipedrive is like us, a real practical system uh, for you to follow up your leads. It's uh, easy to use as well. It's easy to set up as well. Uh, where we make a difference there is um, in the, the easy to keep it up to date as well. Um, because okay. Pipedrive is still a manual system and in our system, it's, uh, it's really automated from the ground up. Okay, so let's talk about how to grow a business by constantly launching. Why don't you tell us what that means, first of all? So across the, the lifetime of Salesflare, um, we, uh, we have got Salesflare to many different let's sort of um, versions and states. And um, along the way, we've taken every opportunity we could to actually relaunch Salesflare. And that means uh, relaunching uh, as a sort of new product, but it also means launching it into a new uh, and bigger channel. Um, so the, the first launch of Salesforce was probably in um, um, somewhere 2015. We um, first launched a first product, um, which was uh, not getting a whole lot of attention because <laughs> It, uh, it, it was just a, a, what, they, what they call a minimum viable product, but not a minimum lovable product. Um, we got it in the press a few times uh, throughout the summer of 2015, where we announced that there was something new on the market um, that could um, compete with uh, Salesforce, for instance. That's, that's the company that people mostly want, want you to compete with. Um, Microsoft Dynamics. Um, we then spend a whole lot of time um, really selling Salesflare one-on-one to people. And it's towards the end of 2016 that we launched uh, Salesflare online uh, in the sense that, I mean, the application was always online, but you couldn't uh, sign up fully self-guided um, uh, through um, through the website, you always went through me, and I would guide you through the whole process so that I was sure that you understood everything, were properly set up, and all those kind of things. We weren't really uh, ready to let things go yet, uh, and it was also a good strategy for us to uh, keep improving the product because we always saw it was going wrong. Um, but then that online launch, that's something we did... Um, while we went to TechCrunch Disrupt in San Francisco, we took that as an opportunity to do a, a bit of a launch event there. Um, and from there on, we have been launching, um, I think, 
the month of March after that, uh, so the year after, on Product Hunt, um, which is the the main product community in the world, uh, I'd say. Um, a better place nowadays to launch than in uh, than TechCrunch, because on TechCrunch you, you, you will only get, when you get uh, a massive amount of funding or so. Um, and then um, about three, four months later, we launched on AppSumo. Um, AppSumo is the the biggest, um, I don't know how to call it, like a Groupon for software, mm -hmm. um, yeah. which then brought us to a whole other level. So imagine in terms of scale, um, when we launched online, we probably had... Um, 20, 30 people trying us out. When we launched on Product Hunt, we had uh, more like 300 uh, trying us out. Um, and then when we launched on AppSumo, we added uh, about 6,000 people in a matter of three weeks on the software. Um, so always building up this, 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 the scale of the launches. Uh, at that point, that was really launching our CRM. Uh, and then from there, we've also started uh, repeating that process a bit. We uh, do monthly product launches, but sometimes there's also a bigger one, which we then uh, take more time to launch. Um, uh, the, for instance, the last one we did in um, April, I believe, this year, uh, we launched our latest email workflows feature uh, quite big uh, to get attention for that. Okay. So this constant launching versus like one launch and over, what, what advantages do you see there? Um, first of all, you can, um, you can aim at different audiences. Uh, you can launch in different places uh, with a slightly different focus. And uh, secondly, you can keep building. So... Um, you can launch um, your first version. You can launch uh, a big new um, feature slash product you built into your product. You can uh, do that another time. And each time um, you get attention for that specific thing, um, which, which increases the amount of uh, interest in your product. Uh, which might hit a slightly different audience uh, or uh, keeps you uh, top of mind with, with your target audience. Uh, because if you just launch once and then stop, um, people, there's a sort of hype for a moment, which then uh, starts, starts dying down after a while. Uh, and people don't consider you as uh, new and fresh and stuff anymore. They start looking at other stuff. Okay. And how do you know what, when to launch new things and, and when? I mean, is it month, monthly, weekly? You know, how, how do you determine all of these consecutive launches that you're doing? How, how do you space them out? Yeah. So, so if, you're, if you're thinking about the uh, product updates, we try to do them uh, monthly. Uh, sometimes we have bigger features that make that it pushes us a bit, uh, but we try to get new stuff out every month uh, in terms of functionality. This is always, uh, I mean, 
a launch on our own channels. Uh, our, um, it's, it's an email that goes out, it goes on all the social medias and all those kind of things. Um, that's something we do on a regular basis. We also launch um, uh, content t- twice a week, uh, if you want to uh, call that a launch as well. But then the, the real bigger launches, that's really based on um, our own feeling that we're launching something new, something that will um, appeal to the audience in a different way sort of than our original product. Um, then we decide to do uh, bigger launches to um, drive more attention with that, let's say. Okay. Um, and then when you're preparing for the launch, do you have a methodology for, you know, you start with this, then you go to this, then you go to that. Do you have kind of a methodology? How, how, do, you, how do you launch uh, big or small um, within mm-hmm. your organization? Um, it's for us, it starts, um, mainly in in almost all of these cases with looking what the customer wants. Uh, we keep very close track of all the things that people are asking for. So we know exactly what's, what's, what's popular with them and why, um, we start, um, sort of making a brief for that. We don't do the the press release thing that they do at Amazon, uh, if you're familiar with that, where they every new thing that they want to introduce it needs to be written in a press release format. But it's 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 somehow like that, you could say. Then from okay. there, our our first step is 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 mainly uh, development. So in that case, we start uh, scoping out what it needs to do, how it needs to look like, uh, and then how it's going to be implemented. Um, and then when it starts reaching um, the go live dates, um, software-wise, um, we take back what we um, scoped out initially in terms of this is who it's for, this is why they want it, and all those kind of things, uh, and turn that into a narrative. Um, so, for, for instance, if you if you go look at our product updates, you'll see that it's always written from um, a standpoint like, do you have this issue? Then you'll be happy to know that we have this solution for it now. And yeah, it's it's always super important to know uh, who you're talking to, what your exact issue is, and and how you're solving that, uh, so you can exactly bring that story when you're doing the launch. Then depending on where it goes, I mean, where it goes live, um, we have a different way of preparing for these things um, because we've done these things multiple times. If you're interested in, in one of those, I can always go into detail. Yeah, I mean, I, I think, you know, people are just trying to learn how to do things better, right? That's why mm-hmm. they listen. New ideas and then how to implement it so that they could be successful like you were successful. So yeah, if you could dive in, that would be wonderful. Yeah, let me, let me maybe take Product Hunt as an example. Um, so the important thing on Product Hunt is one, um, that the audience that uh, you are building, what you're building for overlaps with that of Product Hunt. And Product Hunt is a community for uh, new products uh, so you can imagine it's a lot of people who are either um, building their own startup or uh, in the sense of uh, 
a tech startup or working on an agency or just generally um, early adopters. If your product uh, or what you're building um, is good for that, then this might be a good place. Then to get attention, um, you need to have that audience in mind and start building an, a narrative uh, for them, understanding uh, how your, um, the thing you're launching is different from other things they've seen before, because that's very important, um, and how you're going to uh, make that clear. Then um, go through the, the process of posting on Product Hunt, or hunting, uh, as they call it, um, if you create an account and then get a bit of um, uh, credibility with it, then I think you, you quite easily get posting rights nowadays. Uh, and then you can go through the process yourself of seeing all the materials you need. Uh, this is a, a thumbnail, a bunch of graphics, uh, a, a name, a slogan, and, and um, uh, when you launch, most people also post an intro comment. So you basically start taking what you've defined as the story, how things are different and who it's for and all that, and start translating it into these materials because these are the materials you specifically need for product hunt. Okay. Then when you've nailed all that, um, the main job you have is getting on the front page, um, which does not do that? Yeah, that does not happen organically. Uh, uh, people might have the dream that they just post something on product hunt and it will hit first place, but that's not how it works. Um, you need to give it a push at least at first. Um, so make sure you have an audience of active product hunt users that is ready to uh, promote you when you launch. Um, and then have a way to, um, to ask them to, um, push you to the top. Um, and when, when, when you get that uh, happening, um, then, well, you will get visibility and you will get more upvotes and all that. What we did in our last launch with email workflows is also incentivizing some users, some early users of the, the functionality um, to make videos about how they use it and then post that also uh, in the comments so that people could get a much better uh, feeling of of the how to use it and what it's for and all those kind of things in a much more community driven sort of way. Even if uh, it was uh, it was slightly um, pushed, let's say um, we asked them. Uh, it gives a, a very good uh, community feeling around it. Okay, and what? Um I mean, how did you get your community to push it? What, what were you doing? Uh, for, so first of all, we um, have a list how, of... How did you get, how did you, actually, how did you get the community first? And then how did you get them to push it? Uh, uh, getting the community is, uh, is uh, hard work in the beginning, and it comes from all kinds of directions. Uh, it's getting uh, users on your software, it's getting people to read your blog, it's getting active in, uh, in groups and all that to uh, get people to know you, it's building a network, that's, that's uh, yeah, a lot of work. Uh, it's, it's, it's really building that audience. Uh, as soon as you have that audience, 
things become a bit easier. If you don't have it at first, you can, of course, uh, fall back on your uh, friends, family, colleagues, ex-colleagues, and all those kind of things um, to, to at least get, get a bit of a, uh, a push there. Um, as soon as you have an audience, then it's a matter of activating them. Uh, for us, for instance, we, we asked our users who is interested in helping us when we do launches. Um, we have a list of those people and we can always email them uh, whenever we need help. Um, we also have a list of all the people who ever um, uh, helped us with launches apart from that, like our own network and all these other things, so separate from our customers. Um, and we can also go go through through that list to ask people to to help us out and share and all that. Okay, so did I want to drill down on this because a lot of people don't realize how difficult this is. But to get that community, did you have any kind of offer to get them to sign up for something? How did you build it? No, not really. Uh, I think a lot of our early community building was around um, being active in, on Quora, in Facebook groups. A lot of it was from Facebook groups um, where we found like-minded people and started sharing um, things that were valuable to them, things we were doing and that we found uh, they could be interested in. Um, that helped us a lot. Uh, in terms of networking and getting the name out there and all those kind of things. And then, well, I mean, when you launched, how many people did you have in the community to help push on product, uh, on uh, product hunt? Um, the first time, I think uh, we had a few hundred. And that was enough to get you on the first page? That is enough to get you on the first page. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I we ended the day with seven hundred upvotes, I think, which back then was uh, a, a more normal number. Nowadays, it's a bit quieter unless you you do a lot of uh, a lot of push uh, to get on the the front page. You only need, I think, in the beginning thirty to fifty or something uh, to get in the top five. Um, you need to hit. Let's say a hundred in the first few hours. Okay, so it's also a timing thing. It's getting everyone to do it at once. Um, yes and no. Um, I think that the algorithm counts um, upvotes per hour. Um, so, so yes, in the beginning you need to uh, get quite some upvotes so you get up there so that other people can see you that you don't know uh, so they can upvote you um, but you don't have to do that um, when the product hunt day so to speak starts exactly mm -hmm. because if you do it a bit later on uh, you have a tendency of growing higher with less upvotes which I think is because they, they count upvotes per hour um, yeah. So if you start a bit later, a bit more, less upvotes and less hours, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, I know what you mean. Okay. Uh, anything else uh, that made you successful in product hunt uh, that you'd want to bring up? 
if I could give one tip, um, I would say that you you uh, make sure that people who come from Product Hunt are also welcomed on your site in the right way. Uh, so mostly you, you will link uh, people to the front page or at least the page that is uh, about the thing you're, you're going to be launching. Um, but what you can do is um, use something like Hello Bar or Intro Bar or something like that. Um, to welcome the, the product hunters on the page, uh, share um, a special promo with them, uh, which you can already share on your product hunt page in the intro comment, but it's, it's very good that you also uh, share it when they land on the page. Uh, and that way, give them an extra incentive to actually uh, try out what you've, been, uh, what you've been launching. All right, well, um, we're gonna wrap things up here. If anyone has any questions, for uh, him or for me, just give me a shout on Twitter at Mark Fidelman. Um, where can they find you? Uh, you mm -hmm. can also find me on Twitter if you like. Uh, it's at, at and then my name, Jeroen uh, Korthout. Um, or you can find me on LinkedIn. Uh, if you connect with me on LinkedIn, please include a message. Um, so I know where you come from. Otherwise, it's just uh, another random person who sends me a LinkedIn request. Okay, excellent. So, uh, and also, you have a free trial that you would like to offer people. Anyone interested in his CRM system, his company's CRM system, just go to https colon slash slash salesflare.com and you can register for a free trial. Yaruna, it was a pleasure to have you. Any uh, parting words? Um, no, it's really great to be on the show. All right. Likewise. Good to have you and uh, good luck with everything. Thank you. <laughs>